0: Another fish, asshole. I'm so fucking sick of that rumor. It's not a rumor. Fuck you, Barry. Book Bullies from Nurse New Bully, me host Libre, aka Robocop shot that dude in the dick. Uh with my co-host.
1: Yeah, this is Eli, aka Bacon Burger Dog.
0: Oh, you just been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Only for people old enough to even know what that reference means. <laughs> yeah, and we're back with another episode. And yeah, we got we got a full episode. We're just gonna just jump into it. We got reviews, we got video game news, we got. Some comics news, good and bad, but we're going to get into it because I think, I don't know about how you feel, Eli, but I'm pissed right now, but we'll we'll get to that part. But before we get to it, I want to talk about uh, my favorite show out right now. Even though okay. it's a banned topic, we're going to talk about it.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: yeah, the first thing I want to talk about is that uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, not, it's actually not called Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, it's just called Bel-Air. It's a new reimagining-
1: Oh, the, the, yeah, the, the gritty reboot yeah the gritty reboot
0: urban <laughs> drama like no more comedy in it you know uh we used to like the comedy like th- this is gone this this doesn't exist anymore this is gone no laughs no no tomfoolery no shenanigans you know now it's urban it's gritty. It's drama you know you gotta have the new cast but here's the thing eli not only is it new and it's urban it's drama it's been reimagined where it's been updated to 2022 fans like will smith is still a kid from west philly but now he uses 2020 West Philly slang, you know, like young bull. You know, he wears an Iverson jersey, you know, and Meek Mills and Freeway is his favorite rap. You know, a whole bunch of, you know, Philadelphia rappers. So he has that Philadelphia feel. But one of the biggest changes that everybody knows, I'm trying to see if I can find it here. Yeah. Okay. Remember your boy, Carlton? Uh, sure. Carlton Okay. And I, yeah, everybody loves this part, right? You know, the Carlton dance. He's a fun guy and stuff like that. And That's gone. That's out of here. So he has been replaced by the 22 variant version of Carlton Banks, which is this guy who is, after one episode, has already become the most hated man in, oh no, the most hated black man in TV, Pr- probably history, because he's just fucking evil. So they take this fun, goofy loving dude that used to dance all the time like that, and now he's actually like the main villain of the show. Everything he does is under my will try to get him kicked out of school, try to get a out of the house, try to get kick out of California everything just a fucking evil dude just like whoa okay uh oh and he's a cokehead so it's like what okay but when you think about an old show could you picture him as cokehead possibly but i can see how they updated because if you look at the old show yeah he was a in the 90s he was a black republican so if you take the black republican and what do you think about that in in 2022 that's that guy that's what you expect a black republican to look like I that's mean, what I was about
1: to say. Is, is he like Candace Owens? Oh, he's yeah, he's Candace O. Ow- oh, with a penis. That's that's or, what he is. Or the or the or the hodgepodge twins or whatever they're called.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we can keep going down the road. Let's thing, so that Carlton stereotype back in the nineties, that's out of here. That's that. I mean, that was fine for thirty years ago, but now that didn't fly. Now we're we're more on topic, you know. But that's not the only big. Honestly, that's not even the biggest change on the show. The biggest change is Jeffrey. Is he a white so guy? They, <laughs> no <laughs> that that would be a, but that would make sense like a black butler in a black household like really so it didn't make too much sense in the 90s but he was fun sarcastic stuff like that no he's been he's been reimagined he's been rebooted we have a new variant this is the jeffrey variant so he's like some kind of james bond suave guy so he says he's the house manager that yeah, batman <laughs> Basically, uh, people are—they've already started recast the child and putting his face on there. So yeah, he—he he should be that, that instead of a butler. So yeah, but he's uh, fighting but
1: crime at night.
0: <laughs> I'll get to that. <laughs> so yeah, so you—you you, he walks around the house. He doesn't clean. He doesn't cook. He doesn't butler. He doesn't laundry. He just walks around the house, just drinking scotch in nice tailor suits. You like, what does he do? And then you realize in the fourth episode, oh. That's what he does. So here's the thing, Eli. He's not a butler anymore, but he's a cleaner. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like, uh,
1: what's that movie? Point of No Return. La Femme Nikita.
0: Like that. I'm yeah. Nikita, he's a I'm the cleaner. He's a. He's the cleaner. He's a. He's a problem solver. You know. <laughs> yeah, so.
1: Took care of that thing for you. He took care of thing for us. So like
0: I said, the show first start like where Will Smith gets into a fight with a guy in the basketball court. And then Wills, you know, goes to Jeffrey, who's supposed to be, he thinks he's a butler. He's like, do you know why I'm here? Like, I'm not supposed to tell anybody, He'll, oh, yeah, the guy that's in the basketball court that's looking for you, don't worry about him. It's handled. Like,
1: Won't see him right. again. <laughs>
0: right. I'm like, aren't you a butler? You're like, okay, never mind, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the big, you know, uh, where I don't have it right now, but anyway. And also... Uncle Phil is, I guess, sexy now, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah, whatever. Like, the, the women go crazy over now. So, I guess, yeah. So, that's that's the change we got going on right now. So, yeah. Fresh Prince, Bel-Air, awesome show. They got a lot of stuff. It's like, like you, now, don't bring the kids around. You know, we used to have the kids watching the 90s sitcoms. This isn't that. This is some shit that could probably be on HBO Max or, you know, something like that. So, yeah, check it out on Peacock. But uh, I'm enjoying it right now now let's get into a, another review well actually review we're going to do because we're going to talk about yeah marry me we're going to talk about Mary now why are we talking about marry me on this show yeah why uh, are we talking about me? <laughs> because we're a week after valentine's day and we're in love what well, not in love with each other but yeah. just saying <laughs> <laughs> just saying love is in the air but the written no, actually the real reason we're talking about marry me because marry me is actually based let me see if i can find it yeah let's so say everybody if you don't know the plot of the movie the plot of the movie is basically that um uh, j-lo's a pop star and she's in this arranged marriage you know to, for publicity stuff like that she changed her minds and just married some rando in the crowd which on wilson boom that's the plot of the movie so yeah that's the plot but the reason we're talking about it because this movie is based on a comic yeah Oh shit. And yeah, it's actually credited after the guy, so it's actually adapted from the comic. The same plot. It's, you know, uh, she's a pop star, range marriage, she married some random dude at the crowd, boom, that's the plot of the story. So, yeah, so they're adapting everything, man. And that's what we gotta talk, If the comic bullies, so we talk about everything. We're not the superhero bullies, we're not the, the anime manga bullies, you know, what we're, talking about? we're comics. So if it's comics, we address it. I'm gonna just review the movie real quick. It's a rom-com. It's what you expect. J-Lo's playing a pop star. She can... Play a pop star. Owen Wilson is playing the everyman that has enough charisma to look like he can pull a pop star, but not too much charisma or look like too easy for him. So he's got to ride that. He's got line. good teeth. Yeah, it's it's Owen Wilson. He, he, he of course he can do that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it does every single trope you expect in there. Uh, it has the playing sequence at the end. You they really break up because oh, this not going to work out. Then he work out at the end, and yeah, all the tropes. What I didn't expect that the movie has more music in that space. it's almost like like purple rain but she's not j-lo is not prince don't don't get that twisted but i'll be honest with you last like some of the songs were kind of catchy they're poppy they're poppy you know expected to be on the hot 100 Billboard singles like that but they're catchy and j-lo can pull out most of did it did you watch
1: this for- movie because you thought you were going to score
0: no 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 uh, it was on <laughs> peacock it was on Peacock. So I was just like, because I was watching First Person. The correct through, so answer like, is yes. <laughs> <laughs> if someone asks if you were God, you say yes. <laughs> Another old reference people won't get, but yeah. But that's all I got to say about that. I just want to talk about that because the was a comic movie. And we never review rom-coms on here. So I just want to just branch out a little bit. So
1: Yeah, yeah I'm trying to stuff. think. Did, have we ever? I don't think we have.
0: I don't think we have. We've never had a really reason to. Have there ever been a
1: rom-com? Well, on well, a, well one that I would watch. I don't know
0: right <laughs> not that i would force you to watch you know marry me or some shit like that or any j-lo movie for that is but yeah all right so anyway let's get to the meat of it what people want let's give the people what they want eli
1: the meat no pun. the t- meat t- yeah or maybe what all it right is, I
0: don't know. Uh, maybe so yeah so like i said we we saw a movie oh well i'm i'm like i said eli, i'm gonna let you take point because like i said this is your wheelhouse uh but yeah i pretty much a lot of people saw this weekend texas chainsaw massacre on netflix yes there is a sequel that ignores every other sequel except for the a first requel, one oh, they re- say. requel yeah whatever you want to call it that's the thing i'm pretty sure it's a thing it's been catchphrased trademark stuff like that that's what it is uh eli i'm gonna let you take it away and
1: well no let me know what you think do you like it
0: oh i was gonna let you go first you, you really want me to go first
1: go ahead man
0: okay i'll go first okay uh Yeah, I fucking hated this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, I I feel like this is not my wheelhouse. I mean, it, it kind of gave me real like Halloween Kills vibes on it because I hated that movie too. It I did. feel like this is even worse than that. Uh, this is very much a Netflix-y movie, so it's it's bad even by Netflix standards. I guess I uh, didn't
1: think about, I didn't really think about which was worse, this or Halloween.
0: I, I, about I, I thought about it. I thought about it because I, I felt like this is worse because it's purposely going out of its way to copy halloween kills so just the fact that you're trying to copy and you're doing a a shitty version of it yeah it's worse plus there is absolutely no plot in this movie like none it's just like some some idiot kids show up leatherface wakes up kill a bunch of kids for like 90 minutes the end so i'm like okay what the fuck honestly eli because the thing is i cared so little about these kids the movie almost became background noise. Okay, another chopped off arm here, another chopped off head I here. Think that another... was
1: the point, but I get but I but I totally right. agree. <laughs> yeah I'm just saying I was
0: kind of I was I wasn't engaged in the movie. I was saying I feel like I was kind of zoning out because it was just yeah. too much of it because so, I didn't I care what was happening on the screen. Uh but I will say something good about this movie. I don't even know if it's good, but halfway through the movie, or not even halfway through the movie, a quarter through the movie, I found myself rooting for Leatherface.
1: I think that was and the point too.
0: <laughs> I, I, I i think that was the point also i don't know if that was on purpose or not but i'm gonna give the benefit now i'm gonna say it was on purpose because they went out of their way to make every regular person in this movie as shitty as possible they make them the worst people imaginable they're just a bunch of hipsters gen z social media influencers uppity rich that's just have the head up their ass and they say shit that makes you want to have their head chopped off like when Leatherface goes, goes on a bus, don't touch me, bro, you're going to get canceled. And I was like, please chop his head off. Please chop his head off. And he did it, you know. So it's like everybody in it deserves to get killed. I got to the point even where if somebody got away from uh Leatherface, I got pissed. I got just <laughs> pissed Leatherface. They're like, damn, Leatherface, you almost had him. <laughs> well,
1: uh, and, and, and a- the ending, I mean, I probably would have hated it even more had that ending not have happened.
0: <laughs> I, I, I saw the ending coming. I saw the ending coming. I do feel like, Eli, if we were in the theaters and we saw that ending. I promise you, I think half the theater would have clapped. Yeah. I, <laughs> Just for that uh, hair Because they hated that chick so fucking... I'm not going like, to spoil This ain't the
1: final it. girl, is it? Come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so that's why so I hated everybody in the movie. So half the pleasure of the movie was Leatherface chopping people up. It almost felt like he was the hero of the movie. I, I, he started riding me like Darth Maul you know, <laughs> on Star Wars. I started like rooting for him, got mad when I, we almost killed, like, no, don't kill him, you know. So that's about the only enjoyment I got in the movie. But other than that, uh man, it just it just felt like a Netflixy movie. There's absolutely zero story. They want you to hate these people, but I honestly I agree with you. I think wanting you to hate these people was the was to the point, but I think they were too good at making you hate these people, you know, because mm-hmm. I wanted everybody to go, you know. So that's how I feel about this. I, I I do feel it was worth a Halloween kill. But at the same time, it did give me something Halloween Kills didn't give me. Because at the end I did want Michael Myers to just go John Wick on the towns, people, stuff like that. Where well, Leatherface did do that on the bus. So yeah. I kind of give credit. I th- I feel like the bus scene in this was better than any scene in the other two movies we saw.
1: Well, yeah, I think uh well yeah, the bus scene is worth the look. The, the bus scene is worth the price. Of it. it makes so the okay. movie worth it.
0: Yeah. It makes it worth it. Matter yeah. of fact, you really don't have to see the movie, you just see the bus scene. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just be done with it. So I'm going to give this movie better than Halloween Kills, even though it's unoriginal, because of the bus scene. Because the thing that knocked the movie was because that, that white-haired chick that was in the movie, like I said, Eli, I'm not as versed in lore of Texas Chainsaw The legacy Master character, bringing back yeah. the legacy
1: character, which is but a big I trend just, now. Yes, <laughs> but
0: I, I didn't know who the fuck that person was, but I knew it was like here oh yeah some white-haired chick that just pissed off oh yeah it's laurie struttle again it's sarah connell again okay cool yeah i don't know who you are but i don't know pissed so go ahead and do whatever the fuck you want to do and when Love the face killed her i was like i don't know who the fuck you were so i don't care if he did kill you or not you know <laughs> so yeah so that's my whole thing about that but oh man what am i get this movie 25 i'm wow. giving a point because of the bus you scene. like that's this Alexa. more
1: than i did <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, do not tell no, do not tell me that <laughs> oh man, I thought you were gonna like down a hill with this movie last like that I... <laughs> alright, so go, go ahead, lay, lay it uh, on no, I,
1: I pretty much agree with you, I really didn't care for this I can't say that I was disappointed because my expectations were so <laughs> expectations low,
0: were low anyway. <laughs> I knew
1: this was gonna suck and it did suck, so I'm like, well there you go you know <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I, I've I've followed the mo- making of this movie for a while. I, you know, I heard that they fired the first director and none of his footage used, so there might be another cut of this somewhere. Who knows? Um, I heard that they did test screenings and people hated it. No one wanted to pick it up until Netflix was like, "Fuck it, we'll we'll take it. It's not going to theaters. Fuck it, we'll take it." So it just has sort of a troubled past, and it just word of mouth said, "Well, this movie's gonna suck." So I didn't expect much and then seeing the trailers I'm like oh is this going to be some woke shit and um it actually turned out not to be that way which is probably a good thing cuz it, it was actually well, I, I think
0: I think it was a, yeah it was anti woke it, it was a like parody of wokeness yeah. like
1: yeah it's a it's a big slap they're <laughs> slapping the face to these to the to the woke millennial you know generation which I thought was funny you know um and I, about the only cool things i can say about it was yeah that it had this sort of uh, anti-woke message, which I found hilarious. It was short. That was good.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's some...
1: 70 minutes in and out. Okay, cool. You know, um, but first and foremost, I thought Leatherface looked stupid. I thought his mask looked stupid, and I've been saying that ever since the trailer. I think he looked like comic book guy from fucking Simpsons, you know, <laughs> or fucking or a shitty new metal band like he should be in slipknot or mushroom head or some shitty new metal band i just didn't like leatherface's look um so that was that that was right off the bat but like you said it was pretty shallow and empty um there was really no plot there was no storyline um people everyone was stupid you know The, the bus scene was cool it was cool to see everybody get chopped up but you know they're also why didn't anybody tackle them? Well, because oh, they're all stupid. Okay, cool. You know, so I mean, maybe if,
0: if they did. I mean, did he look like he had like super strength anyway? So yeah, that would good idea. you know.
1: And if you want to watch it as just a simple, straight-up slasher movie, it works on that level. If you just want to see a mindless killer, you know, slaughter a bunch of fucking shitty people you can't stand, it totally works on that. Um, but I, this is Texas Chainsaw, and I think it, it, it should go. There should be more substance to it because this is one of the original slasher movies, you know, or the, the original is like spawn the genre, you know, right. um, the whole thing with Sally bringing back the, the, the old character, you know, and not doing anything with her. I thought was kind of funny, you know, in a way, because it's, if, if they're doing this thing, we're like, fuck the nostalgia, fuck your, fuck bringing the back the legacy. That's like a trend. Now we're going to bring back the old characters and bring back nostalgia. And th- this movie does the same thing only to kill her. I think that's kind of funny if it's intended, but still, because there's no substance and no nothing to me for me to give a and, shit and about. And she
0: pops out of nowhere.
1: And she yeah, and she doesn't really do anything. And you know, yeah, it, it just kind of fell flat for me. Um, I mean, there was glimpses. There was there was there was parts of this movie where, like the like the girl who was like the she was this uh, she was in the school shooting. She was like a victim of a school shooting. Um, yeah. and then she meets the redneck guy. You know the the gun toting redneck guy with the Confederate flag. He's, you know, and they have a sort of a meeting, and they kind of have an understanding, you know, in a way. And I thought, okay, there's something that's interesting, but they don't they don't do anything with that either.
0: Yeah, once you know, let us face starts chopping up people, they forget all about that. So
1: yeah, and it's like they just we're just gonna make this stupid slasher movie, you know, with with brutal like the kills were great. That's another thing. The kills were awesome. Great. The kills were great.
0: I, I give them that. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Gore. Awesome effects. That's cool. And so it works as just a simple mindless slasher. But this is Texas Chainsaw. And I don't subscribe to the, the theory that Texas Chainsaw was ever a mindless slasher. Um, you know, that's just me. I'm a fan of these movies. Well, I'm a fan of a few of them. This isn't the worst Texas Chainsaw movie by far. I've seen worse than this, but the original Toby Hooper, he was, he was making a statement. You know, a lot of those directors from that time, John Carpenter, you know, with the first Halloween and Wes Craven and, and George Romero and Toby Hooper, they were making political statements with horror movies and Texas Chainsaw. He was saying that he was critiquing American society. He was basically saying there's something wrong with this country. (laughs) <laughs> you know the people are fucked up you know he was talking about you know you had the gas station with no gas you know the the family that was out of work you know this economic uh ruin you know cl- the classism you know there the working class was disappearing and this this family was a part of that you know and he even pushes it further you know what i gotta I, you know i i was preparing this whole thing um mm-hmm. I was gonna like rate all the movies and shit. But uh, you know, after watching this, I this movie came. wore me out. No, so, I, so, I, so I so I, so I said fuck it. <laughs> but here's an image I took. off <laughs> will with you. I mean, Toby was always speaking American American culture, you know, the, the America in decline. You know, that was kind of what he was saying <laughs> with, with his movies and Texas Chainsaw, the original one, total, you know, exercise and terror. Um, in the in the part two he pushes it even further, you know, now he didn't want to make a second Texas chainsaw, you know, but under contract with Canon films, they said, you know, you have to do one. He said, I'll do it on one condition. I get full creative control. They said, go ahead. And he made Texas chainsaw into a satire, a straight up comedy. He was trolling everybody with the second movie. The second movie goes way deeper than people give it credit for. It gets dismissed as this cheesy crap because it wasn't the first one. Um, It's the opposite. Of the first one, it's totally mm-hmm. cheesy, campy comedy. But he is still commenting on the Reagan era, on yuppies, on American greed and corporate greed, um, and American violence. Like the hideout in the in the in the the family's hideout in that movie is at this old Texas battleground. It's this historic battlefield. That's what they're hiding out. You know. So it's a comment on this country was built on violence. You know this and this family is a product of that violence. Like America created this sadistic cannibal family. Like they, they, they are a result of America's historical atrocities. That's what Toby Hooper was saying with his movies, with the text, with, with a lot of his movies with poltergeist, you know, poltergeist, original poltergeist. People think Steven Spielberg made it. No, he produced it. Toby Hooper directed it. Now, That's a movie where a suburban white neighborhood is built on a cemetery. You know, does anybody remember how Poltergeist begins? I'll let you know. Poltergeist, when you first watch it, what's the first thing you hear? The first thing you hear when Poltergeist opens is the national anthem. It's a shot of the TV screen. The national anthem's playing. You watch the credits (laughs) while the Star Spangled Banner is playing in the background. And then the, the TV goes to snow, it cuts to ecstatic, and then, then the movie begins. But that's what he's saying. It's thematically, he's saying, yes, America is built on a graveyard, that all this white comfort and white privilege and these suburban neighborhoods were provided by genocide and slavery. That's the themes he's saying with his movies, you know. And um, so I don't subscribe to the fact that like when people say, oh, it's, it's just this simple, goofy, cheesy slasher, No. Texas Chainsaw was never that, you know, and that's why the the remakes work. When the remakes came out, because they went yeah. back to that source. The remake and, in And the thing
0: is, I actually I, I actually watched those remakes after I watched this. was kind of like, okay, this is a shitty movie. Is Texas Chainsaw not as good as I remember? I watched those remakes like with Jessica Biel and the one, yeah. half, even the one after that. And I was like, yeah. no, these movies are good.
1: Yes, because so it's not
0: me. It's this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, they go back to the source They go back to the American corruption. And America decline and the family that's out of work, you know, the family that, yeah, th- this corrupt f- family that's selling human barbecue at a roadside fucking uh, sh- cafe. And the leader of that family is a corrupt cop, you know, <laughs> you right. know, he's going back to this, you know, what's re- all the fucked up problems in America that nobody is talking about. That's what he's saying, you know, and the fact that those movies, the, the remake came out post 9-11, right after 9-11 happened. So we were, America was in turmoil, you know? So that's why those movies work because they went back to the source. They they went back to the formula, this formula of the fucked up family. And I think that's what's missing from this one is the family dynamic. You know, they just try to turn Leatherface into this, like like Jason, this mindless stalker yeah, that's Michael them.
0: Myers, and, yeah, just the shape, this, yeah.
1: Leatherface was never that. Leatherface was this man-child, you know, um, sympathetic man child that was following orders from the patriarchy holy shit how deep are we going <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i'm saying it was that family dynamic you know it wasn't just leatherface it was the whole family you know the hitchhiker in the first texas chainsaw he's the creepiest fucking character you know in the second one, it's his twin brother, you know, Chop Top, he steals the fucking movie. He has all the coolest lines, you know, dog will hunt and my sonny bono way. He totally steals the movie. The 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 you know chop top. It's not just Leatherface. So just to make to take all that away and just have make Leatherface into this mindless stalker that's yeah. just killing they, they these... saw
0: Halloween killed, they saw how much money it yeah. made. Let's just do that because we got this guy.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, on that level, if it's just gonna be um yeah a, a mindless slasher it totally works but to me this texas chainsaw yo this is one of the ogs it deserves better <laughs> you know what i'm saying so yeah i really checked out halfway through this movie and like yeah okay the yeah, scene was, was background
0: cool. noise, busting was cool <laughs> yeah. yeah you kill this guy yeah, yeah you chop this guy up okay yeah
1: yeah um so yeah i you know i, I was like eh.
0: <laughs> like I, I feel like i should be more engaged with the movie because I, we always give netflix a hard time but they're starting to make better movies you know that's, yeah. you know don't look up and stuff like that so you're thinking okay we should get better movies than this but not, it just feels like netflix and they better give us better movies than this if they're gonna start raising the price on you know our subscription
1: <laughs> yeah, so. yeah i mean because like i said it ha- there is a lot of cool things to like i did laugh a lot you know i thought the rednecks those gentra fuckers and you know there was some funny shit in here i thought you know like I said, the bus scene, the, the the you know, a lot of the kills. I was laughing, you know. You guys a cult? No, we're trying to change the world. Oh yeah, you're a cult. I mean it was some funny shit. I like I said, this wasn't the worst Texas chainsaw I've seen. <laughs> so, you know, um but yeah, I I wasn't into it and okay. I can't like I said, I can't say I was disappointed because my expectations
0: were so okay. low already. <laughs> Please tell me that Scream is better than this and Halloween Kills and all this other shit that came out.
1: I enjoyed Scream for what it was, oh, but I'm that, not the that, big. Oh, oh. I'm not the biggest Scream fan. I've heard Scream fans that hate it, so okay, you know. So if you're a Sc- you, I thought it was fine, but to me, I'm not into Scream, so it's just what it is. Like, yeah, sure, it's another Scream movie to me. You know, they're all just okay to me. Okay, <laughs> you know, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but I've heard some scream fans donut shout out to donut and the sprinkles they watch horror movies every night he he loves scream that's like his favorite uh you know slasher he loves scream and he hated the new one um, oh damn so <laughs> but yeah i i don't know if i hated this but i don't have a desire to watch it again either so
0: <laughs> I, I hated it and don't have a desire to watch it again so yeah two for two
1: <laughs> yeah so so I give it a one out of five.
0: <laughs> Damn, okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know, like,
0: it's not like your review. It's not like you liked it more than I did because you found more stuff than I did.
1: But well, yeah. it's just like I said, I, I had this whole thing. Like I, I was preparing all week. I'm going to review all them. I was going to rank all the Texas Chainsaw movies. You know what I mean? I had this whole PowerPoint thing. I was going to go through the history and shit. But then I'm like, you know what? This movie wore me out. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know? So, yeah that's all i got
0: <laughs> all right let's let's move on let's move on to the next one okay well we still make a good time okay so we got uh let's talk about peacemaker
1: let's talk about something cool
0: yeah let's talk about something cool <laughs> something we actually like not a rom-com you know <laughs> not a not a shitty you know, slasher movie on netflix no we us talk about something, something we like uh let's talk about peacemaker like i said this is uh, it delivered i was like that's if they stick the cool. landing on this one it you know it, it delivers and it, it delivered for me you know Give me everything i want i thought the action was awesome uh the storyline was cool it wrapped up the storyline it made really uh peacemaker reflect on what he was doing the whole time because yeah. these bugs were just doing what he's doing you know trying to keep the peace killing for peace killing for peace like okay yeah well somebody else says it yeah it sounds stupid you know <laughs> so that's basically what it was you know uh the effects on the the bug monster was cool even when uh economist was like oh fuck this get me out of here you know and they hadn't seen the book but they're like oh what is he freaking out for you know but if you see it you know why he's freaking out so oh uh, and that's the thing about this this show is that it made you care about these characters not just Peacemaker everybody hardcore yeah. economist autobio, even Mar- Marn, even though you know he got killed off with it but it actually you felt sad for Marne when he did that so I was like man so that's the thing like they made you care about these characters and it wasn't like they were sitting up oh, so what does this mean for the DCEU and what does it mean for the multiverse who gives a fuck who cares yeah. i know there are people that are freaking out because of that last scene with uh <laughs> yeah
1: justice with the justice
0: league yeah with justice league <laughs> showing up damn it, i should have got that scan i should have got that scan on. but anyway um
1: yeah i saw it, that shit and then people where was batman and cyborg what the fuck <laughs> no, I, I,
0: was, I was about to say that. i was about to say that actually they were filmed they were filmed so yeah. batman and cyborg were filmed and warner brothers made james gunn cut it like they showed, they showed both actors they're on twitter right now like all of them but they made them cut them so now we all know why they cut cyborg <laughs> Thank, now warner brothers they're doing some shitty shit right now they have a tweet right now they have a poster like celebrating black history month with all of our black he- superheroes all over there except cyborg <laughs> so ray <laughs> fisher the, they
1: couldn't do the doom patrol cyborg <laughs>
0: they like fuck all of them just <laughs> they might kill him off next year just to spite you know ray fisher so yeah so they and and the thing is i haven't read a single cyborg comic or him appearing in a comic in like a year he just doesn't exist anymore like what the hell dc like you pissed off that much about that guy but yeah but they got everybody got will smith on there they got the uh the black chick playing black canary no cyborg you know uh and batman we already know why they got rid of batman you know let me see if I can yeah, find
1: it. He, he looked too tough, <laughs>
0: right?
1: <laughs> well, you know, I, it. I, it wasn't a sissy I, boy, Batman.
0: Yeah, I feel like they're gonna kill uh, Ben Affleck in, in the Flash movie anyway. Just, to, just make sure he, nobody asks him again, you know. So,
1: but yeah, yeah I, I, like, I, I, I love this show. Like every episode, I was laughing my ass off. I did not think I was gonna like the show. Especially you watched you watched the suicide squad and he survived peacemaker survived. You're like, what the fuck, that asshole? Right. And then he, then he was heard,
0: an asshole, the whole movie. Right. He's <laughs> an
1: asshole. And and then and like, he oh, was the villain. And he was you the know? villain. And they're, oh, they're making a fucking TV show about him. I'm like, really? That fucking prick? You know?
0: <laughs> and then like if you read the comics, the comics suck. Yeah. so it's like where where are you pulling from like well how are you gonna make something out of this you know
1: yeah and then surprisingly james gunn just pulled this out of his ass and made you care about this asshole
0: right <laughs> well, well if this what james gunn did is that james gunn made a james gunn story he made a james gunn you know movie because this is the most james Gunn james gunn has ever yes. james gunn and
1: know? this is like this isn't like you know you know, like Star Lord, like where they're all oh, they're criminals and they're outlaws, but they're kind of likable and shit. No, this guy's an asshole. He's a right. racist douchebag. You know, right. <laughs> you know, you don't like him, but he makes you care about him. You know, and I think what I was noticing about this, you know, as I was watching a show, remember, James Gunn got canceled. Right, he went through the ringer for a couple of years. He got fired fried by Disney. You know, everybody turned on him. Twitter turned on him. Everybody hated James Gunn for a couple of years. And he comes up with this show where everybody hates this fucking asshole. And then slowly but surely you start to empathize with them. You know, I think he was, he might've been expressing some personal shit through the show, you know, but basically, I, hey, we, we need to have these, instead of like shutting people off and canceling people, let's have these conversations and come to an understanding, which is kind right. of like the core of the show. You know, right. he's not a the, total, like, like he's not a total piece of shit at the end. You're not a total piece of shit. You're only 85% a piece of pieces.
0: Right. <laughs> because this is a tough show to sell to people, yeah. man. Like I said, yeah. it's like Deadpool if he was a Republican. Now, that's tough. That's a tough sale right Kenny there. Kenny
1: Powers. You ever watch uh, Eastbound and Down, Danny McBride? He's a fucking douchebag prick. Kenny Powers. He's a lovable douchebag. That's what it reminded me of. Kenny, If Kenny Powers was the Punisher, you know? <laughs> Right, you know. but
0: but at the same time, Peacemaker is trying. So yeah, he's one way to be in the show, but he's trying to become a better person. You can see him trying. So because at the same, I keep scratching my head. How does this show work?
1: Because yeah. you
0: explain it to people, it's it's no way to explain it to people that make it make sense. I, you know, a racist douchebag asshole. His father is in the KKK. He fights bug monsters. You're like
1: what? And okay. then a lesbian black woman becomes his second best friend. Behind <laughs> right <the eagle>.
0: after <laughs> his eagle is
1: eagle <laughs> <laughs> which was so like, touching at the end i was like oh right like <laughs> you know <laughs> i thought that was so touching
0: <laughs> and just to explaining vigilante that just made oh. like how does it make you care about vigilante vigilante should not work but he does yeah it, he was awesome i don't, <laughs> I don't get it I, how did they do it because vigilante sucks just as much as peace walk maker does in the comics
1: like that, they make you know that last episode with Atabai, I was trying to, try to like apologize and you're
0: going, pfft, pfft. <laughs> and <she's> like, <laughs> like I'm, stop I'm, doing it. You know,
1: I feel yeah. really judged by people who like murder people. <laughs> 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 like, well, yeah. Vigilante was awesome. Like he had the best scene, that jail cell scene.
0: Was it was awesome. great. Yeah. You know,
1: it reminded me of um, 48 hours. 48 hours. Eddie Murphy, McNulty. When, when Reggie goes into the redneck bar, and talks mm. all the shit, beats up everybody, <laughs> goes into a racist redneck bar and just talks shit and beats them all up. I, that's what it kind of reminded me of, you know, you know, like you, Vigilante goes to jail and talks shit to all these like fucking uh, KKK members and right, you know, trying to
0: get them to do something. Yeah. yeah,
1: you know, white allies take note. This is your job. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, I, I will say this, the, uh, and they have comic influences on there because, you know, Peacemaker's dad, as a ghost form haunting him, that's from the comics. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so they're, they're taking from that run in there, stuff like that. But even just updating it and playing around with, like, making his dad, you know, the White Dragon, which wasn't a thing in the comics, but White Dragon is a racist supervillain. So it just, okay, tie yeah. it all up, make it make sense. You know, it's just like, man.
1: And then so the beard, I, like... <laughs> This is how you you, you care you, a, you care about
0: economists when the show is over with. This
1: fucking beard. This is how you write a script, motherfuckers. Take right, note from beginning fat, to yeah, end. You pay off something. They're ragging on this dude's beard the whole fucking season. You know it's an inside <laughs> joke, and then they tie it all together in the end, and it's such a heartwarming, emotional scene. Like this this joke, this running gag, turns into this right. emotional thing. Like, and you, I, an you feel
0: like an asshole for laughing yeah. at for it laughing for early. 40. It.
1: That's how story. That's how you write a good story. You know, you don't just throw Baby Yoda in and two fucking episodes and expect us to get. Oh, this is awesome. No, there's a way <laughs> right. to write good scripts, motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> so, because i think because I wouldn't, I didn't even care about the condoms kind of with the first film. I didn't. I, he was invisible to me. He was just another guy over there. Because in yeah. the Suicide Squad, he was invisible to me. But by the end of the show, I cared about him. At the end of, I like don't let. I didn't want anybody to die at the end of this. I was like, man, no don't shit. let him die. Yeah, don't let Hardcore die. I felt sad when Hardcore yeah. died. What well, she? No, when die, Hardcore
1: got but, fucking shot, I was like, oh, oh shit, no way. Especially
0: with the music was playing, It's <laughs> like, no man, don't do that. You know, so yeah, so I, I was like, this show emotionally grabbed me, made me care about all of these characters in there. I, I, was, I was like, man, that's that's been a while since I've seen something like that. You know, just got yeah. you. So
1: and the music. Now I'm not the I hated glam metal coming up. I just hated that shit. It was just party music for, you know, douchebags that celebrated douchebaggery, treated women like objects and just music to get you, you know, writing power ballads so they can get laid. You know what I mean? Like O.D. you only singing to get some pussy, you know. Right. <laughs> you know, and I hated all that shit. But they were going deep. I had cousins who liked it. I was into thrash and hardcore and punk. You know i was more aggro than that i wasn't getting laid so yeah i was angry yeah.
0: but, <laughs> so, but at the same time it, it i don't think it was really about the hair metal i think the fact that it was just all in the 80s well uh, and also, thing, he was just, he was stuck in the 80s
1: also it, it makes total sense that this douchebag peacemaker would listen to that shit. right <laughs> of course. because that's
0: what it because that's what his brother listened to
1: of course he would know how to play home sweet home on the piano <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> you know and they were going and we, we didn't deep. talk about
0: that but yes that was John Cena actually playing it so yeah that yeah. stunt double yeah
1: yeah and i hate that fucking song but anyways but <laughs> <laughs> the besides the point like they went deep you can tell that they were fans of this music they 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 were going deep with like you know with 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 faster pussycat and cinderella and and hanoi rocks you know pulling that conversation about how hanoi rocks started hair metal Personally, I think it was the New York Dolls, but that's beside the point. But they went deep cuts into, like, hair metal, not just the the poppy shit, you know, unlike Captain Marvel, where they just, like, you just tell, they just Google. And, and, and that's the thing, like, yeah. James
0: Gunn set a bad example for Marvel after that, and, and DC also. DC uh, has a problem with it also, because he was using music, even in Guardians, to tell a story. Yeah, It was part of the story. But everybody just thought, oh, it's poppy music. Let's just play Eminem, and it's like, no, no don't do that, it's just for no reason. Yeah, you know, was, and that's what. Yeah,
1: you can tell. Well, James Gunn was was in bands, and you can tell he's a fan of the music. Like, unlike Captain Marvel, where you can just tell they googled '90s hits and put that in the soundtrack. Right, that, I'm <laughs> just a girl and shit. But,
0: and, but no, and it he, just it completely stops the flow of the of the whole action beat yeah. because you're like, why the fuck are you playing
1: this here? yeah and like in the original suicide squad let's do let's do what guardians did and just throw all Man. this random let's play crack. kanye
0: west let's yeah. play eminem just like yeah. it doesn't make any sense you're just doing it just to do yeah. it
1: yeah. yeah of all the ccr songs you could have played during killer Croc, why wasn't it born on the bayou he's a fucking alligator like what the <laughs>
0: well they didn't google that
1: <laughs> Yeah. 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 Like, you know but like you could tell that he, they're a fan of this music, you know, because they were going deep, you
0: know. And, and James Gunn, I, I I looked it up. He has his own Spotify page. Oh okay. so, yes, yeah, so, and he <laughs> he does has more. He like he's got a Guardian playlist. He's got a Peacemaker playlist. But he has an, a whole other playlist out there, just shit he just likes. So he's deep. He he's basically like a a, a DJ <laughs> basically. <you laughs>
1: yeah, and he's a fan of music, you know. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, that that worked, and like I said, it totally fits the character. It totally fits who he is you know, this yeah. outdated, At- misogynistic prick listening to this shitty, sexist music, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it, it fits personality, but like I said, but he's trying to change, He, you know, and that's the thing, you see his growth, he's trying to get there. He's having second thoughts about killing people, you know? Mm-hmm. So he has a he has a code. So no matter how bad of a person you are, if you have a code, it makes you weird. Like Tony Montana on the Scarface movie was really a piece of shit if you think about it, yeah. but he had a code. Yeah. So that's why you endeared to him. So.
1: Well, that's what's, you know, I think we've come to a point where like audiences are like forgetting that y- it's okay to not like a character, you know, Right. <laughs> you know, you know I, just because, I, I,
0: I don't think people get that. I think if they, yeah. if it's the main character, you're supposed to agree with everything he does. Yeah. You're supposed to like, but no, no, you're not.
1: <laughs> no, uh, that, that just th- th- makes the character mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Tony Montana is a piece of shit. You know, Joe Pesci and Goodfellas is a piece of shit. Did you feel bad when he dies? No. You know, right. but they're compelling to watch. It makes for a more interesting story. It makes you question, you know, your own, you know, uh, why am I getting into this? You know, it they basically right. remind you how not to be. You know, <laughs> right. don't be like these people. You know, but that's what that's part of the drama. You know, so yeah, like make making us care about this asshole was brilliant. I thought. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. and like I said they already got a season two plan. James Gunn said he's writing and directing every episode of season two
1: well good so, <laughs> yeah
0: so he's coming back for that I, I think he already had some stuff planned out for it so yeah man I, I'm excited for it but yeah definitely take his time on that one he got engaged to Harcourt yesterday or today I don't know so yeah
1: oh James Gunn or Peacemaker. <laughs>
0: Oh, James Gunn. Sorry okay, about that. Okay, yeah, yeah, James Gunn. I know Gunn. that was his like yeah. wife
1: or something. I knew that was something. Yeah,
0: it's, that's his fiance now, so that's the thing. So yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm happy for them. Uh and Myrn, don't feel bad for Morn because even though he died, he's gonna be in Guardians of the Galaxy. Who he's playing? Oh, well, that's right. Yeah. We don't know yet, but people are guessing high evolutionary, but I'm pretty sure we're all wrong. So who cares? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, can you move on to the next part? What do we got next? Sure. Uh Oh, yeah, video game section. go to the game section. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Damn it. Doesn't matter. We're just going to jump into it. Okay. So, guess what dropped, Eli? What
1: dropped? The
0: trailer for Street Fighter VI. Six. Sick. And I'm going to, yeah. And I'm going to show it right now because hopefully we don't get flagged. I, I don't think we will. Oh, turn the music down. How do I turn the music down? There we go. Okay. (laughs) So Ryu is wearing shoes now and he looks like fucking Kylo Ren on on Last Jedi? Like, why? Oh, so it's not Ken. It's Luke. It's a new guy. Another blonde douchebag guy. So it's him and he's powering up and shit and now I'm just like why is Ryu so fucking wide? That's the thing I don't understand about it. But like I said, that's all they show us. They don't show anything else about it. That's all they got. So yeah, we just kind of just got to go from there. So they'll give us more cool. information in in June. In uh, June, I was right before we started recording. I was watching the finals of the Capcom Cup. I don't know who won. I know it was like three three or whatever like that. So hopefully, my guy won that I got money on. So I don't know. Um, yeah, can we move on past that? Sure. Okay. In this part I'm gonna get pissed off. Now this is comic Book bullies where we talk about the comic books, and I'm gonna get pissed because. The site that I like to use to read all my comics, Comixology, uh, was bought by Amazon. Actually, bought by Amazon a while ago. and It
1: was
0: a while ago. But now they have merged them. So pretty much the Comixology site, uh, a site that used to exist no longer exists. It's gone now. If you even type in Comixology, it sends you to Amazon or Kindle. And comics it's fucking... Yeah. yeah, and it's fucking dumb. It's retarded. I, I'm sorry to use that word. But... It doesn't make any sense how you even use it now. You can't it's find it's basically your library. the way
1: the Kindle works,
0: you know. Kindle sucks. That's the thing. <laughs> and for plus, comics, why do yeah. I right? <laughs> and why do I want my comics in merge with Kindle? So now, if you just type in one thing, you get all this other shit that just pops up that I wasn't looking for. I wanted this one thing, and then it doesn't even run as good as it's comics. Are. You'll see that when we start showing these comics and we we're reviewing, you'll see how shitty it is. Now the shit we got to go through and read it. So. That being said you you want to go first or, or do I, uh, go first?
1: I only got two should i go first
0: oh you got two. oh so I, I guess i should go first uh,
1: <laughs> i mean i can go first and then you can do you it know what you
0: know what's <laughs> fucked up about it that i was excited to review this shit because it, it the, the the switchover didn't happen until like thursday so i read all these books on wednesday i'm like oh yeah i'm ready for this man i'm ready oh, to I, this. I
1: didn't i had to wait till i got paid to buy my my shit. Yeah, I was.
0: I read this shit like twice. I was like, man, it's going to be some good shit. It's going to be a good episode. Then this shit happened. I was like, what the
1: fuck? And then I had to run the update. I had to run. It was like an hour of like what? Because I have a Kindle and I merged with Kindle a while ago, you know, like years ago because I have a Kindle account. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But then when I merged, it didn't read. I had a different email. I had to figure out what fucking email was I using? So when I, when I updated the, the, the you know, the, 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 the app, all my shit was gone. All my library was gone. I was like, what the fuck? And I had to like figure out what, what email I use. And then I finally got to got, got, got back into my account and all that shit. But yeah, it was like an hour of like, fuck, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> so, yeah.
0: but, so, so yeah. So Amazon took a perfectly good thing that worked and just fucked it all up. Just like, no, it don't work anymore. So, but all they had to do. Was nothing. Just don't want anything. Just just leave it alone and just let us do what we were doing before. It doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. But the thing is, Eli, we can't even complain about it because so few people care about this shit. They, if we all did complain about it, they won't care. <laughs> like who gives a fuck? They are a trillion dollar company. Who cares about some shit that uh, Iron Fist four that sold ten thousand copies? What, what the fuck they care? <laughs> The drop of the book, they sell more deal to make more money than, than Iron Fist 3. So, shit. <laughs> all right, so what are we talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, Iron Fist. <laughs> Let's review Iron Fist. Uh, what do we got? What guy? I'm gonna just That's one of the
1: that. reasons why I didn't buy so many books this week. Cause, ah, I, don't I don't blame <laughs> the thing,
0: I would have bought more, but I didn't know what was out because the list of books like they used to have a top yes. one list, yeah. it's gone, so I don't I, even know what's out now.
1: And I couldn't add anything to like a fucking, uh like a cart anymore like where's my cart like i got to right. just buy this now well, i don't know if i want to buy this now like
0: <laughs> <laughs> you will but i do, like <laughs>
1: scroll through scroll through oh shit can i i can't add that but i got to you know yeah it was a bitch yeah
0: it, it's it's so terrible it's so terrible
1: i might just have to go back to the comic store
0: <laughs> you know what a uh, comic store did post that shit if you're having trouble comicology <laughs> come here we still we still work <laughs> <laughs> oh man what are we talking about okay uh man I, this, this shit really pissed me off man it really did anyway what do we got um okay anyway iron fist now the reason we're doing iron fist is because iron fist now has it where uh there's a new iron fist and no it's not danny Rand. it's a new guy yes it is an existing character no it is not shang chi
1: so, uh it ain't amadeus Chow. <laughs>
0: it's not people saying that also they're like it's not the totally awesome iron fist like no it's not him it's the, it's another guy uh yeah he was part of the agents of i keep saying asians of atlas no it's agents of atlas not asians of atlas even though the whole team was asian but anyway let, let's go before i get canceled uh what are we talking about okay so we're gonna start with iron fist and basically uh see watch how shitty this is look how shitty yeah this is look at, is. Zoom in, look at this uh, I can't know, I can't zoom in at all. I even try to mani- manually zoom in from Windows 10, it won't let me manually zoom in from it. And, and they're just like, just fuck me sideways. Let's just speak what they are now. So, anyway, <laughs> let's just show you what the book is. I'm just gonna go through it. Uh, they're in Kung Lun, and they're basically saying this blind chick that's a gardening basis, like, uh, as long as we protect the Kung Lung egg, nothing will happen. And so, when you turn around, the Kung Lung egg disappears. So, yeah. So we cut to where are we now? We're cutting to New York. I think I don't know this shit so smart, I can't see. We cut to New York and we see Danny Rand. Danny Rand is beating up demons. And he's on the phone with Luke Cage. He's like, what are you doing? You don't have the Iron Fist powers. I'm like, I don't need I'm, I'm still a Kung Fu master. I knew shit before I had superpowers that could crank the walls. So he's fighting the demons and shit like that. He don't know why he's fighting demons, but he look. he throws the cell phone in the air, does some karate shit, the wind of you know molasses and the snake tiger whatever you know be some shit and catches it you know uh and right before the last demon gets him, that's when you get Iron Fist and he punches through him but you see him grab something something in his hand he's like huh so Danny ran like what the fuck is he doing but the thing is his hand is glowing green and Iron Fist's hand is supposed to glow green because the the Fist of Kunshu is yellow uh, orange you know so he's like okay you you got Iron Fist power but you don't have the Iron Fist power which you're supposed to have um uh, so but then that's when he gets his hands does start growing orange but then he like conk out or like fizzle out like that and he's like oh shit, this ain't working so then he like runs away and and Danny Rand runs after him and okay so now we find out who this guy is the guy name is Lin Lee now if you don't know who Lin Lee is because I didn't know who he was lin lee is the sword master or was the sword master that's who he was on the agents of atlas um in his last mission with the agents of atlas he fought some kind of big dragon the dragon supposedly killed him but he woke up in kung lun with the shun lu whatever dragon surrounding him giving him the iron fist powers so that's how he's iron fist now so he's got the iron fist powers and the Shadow Master's sword, whatever powers, also. So that's it's thing. So that's the thing. But he's got the sword embedded in his skin, so that's why Lu isn't working right now. So anyway, we cut to the end. Anyway, oh, somebody's
1: in there. We got a comment. Ooh, we got a comment. What? Oh, yeah, wait, you, 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 let you, let you checked it, you. it out. Yep. What up, Renee it? or Janae? Was
0: that Renee? Oh, oh Janae, Janae, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> Janae, what's up? uh yeah so like i said so yeah iron fist fights iron fist but iron fist wins (laughs) you know anyway he he's got the dragon but so what he's doing he's going all around the world finding the pieces of his sword when he was a sword master because if the demons get their hands on the sword then they'll rule the world or some shit you know uh, and then he takes off, he finds a gateway portal to Kung Lu, Kung Lao, whatever the shit was, and goes over there. Uh, and he's got some kind of girlfriend over in Kung Lao, and they basically, you know, he's eating dinner. And basically, what they're telling him is that, you know, the reason the the Iron Fist power isn't working, because you got that sword power built into you, and it's like missing up your chi. Your chi is unbalanced. So we have to get the sword out of you to make the Iron Fist work, because if it do not since your chi is out of whack, it might end up killing you, so that's the thing, so and we are like, don't worry about that, we'll get the sword back, and hopefully don't worry, nobody knows that you're here, so you're safe. Meanwhile, the dad gets up, looks at the sword, and he turns into some kind of tail twisty demon or some shit so so yeah, that's the thing so Janae, I can't read what that is, but yeah oh I, 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 I think it it's yeah, it I think it's good Applaud.
1: Is oh, that awesome. fist or a plot
0: or something? <laughs> I think <laughs> either applauding us or fisting us. I don't know. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully one of them's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what we got going on right now. So yeah, this a thing. This isn't an Iron Fist book. This is a Shadow Master Sword Master book with Iron Fist name on it because this dude already had a book and now he's an Iron. Because none of this shit has anything to do with Iron Fist. And Danny Rand is still here. So I know I feel like Danny Rand is probably going to just be Iron Fist at the end of this stupid ass story anyway. Uh, oh, oh, wow. that's what it was. Greetings, thank you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> today probably still at work. Oh, uh, but yes, yeah, so that's the thing right now. So yeah, this honest this book isn't really worth the time. My thing is, I understand what Marvel is trying to. They're trying to course correct because you know we got all me. I'm the guy. They made all these you know accusations about Danny Rand. How he's the white savior. He's that old. You know uh david carradine trope you know and i guess they're trying to course correct you know um but my thing is no no i think it's right no I, but the thing is you're taking a character that you're hey you take an original character that you had yeah sword master isn't much to me just a dude with a sword but you can make that work you don't have to turn him into somebody else leave like leave danny Rand, danny Rand, whatever who cares he's been around this long so, whatever. Uh, yeah, all right, Eli. what you got?
1: Well, since we're doing Marvel, I'll do King Conan number three. Okay. Um. Basically, this is... Uh, oh, man, see this fucking comiXology. Oh, no, you see? Fucking, I, I thought, I thought, you, were doing, I I thought got, you were saying. Where is my okay. number? Here it is. Okay, here it is. <laughs> no, see more. See, this thing is so stupid. No, I don't want to pre-order the book.
0: You're gonna, fucking, I, you're gonna I, fucking you're to
1: fucking buy the book. <laughs> I can't even fucking get, work this shit. <laughs> <laughs> now we
0: look like some dumbasses because comixology doesn't work anymore. And now we look like we don't even know how to work on equipment. You
1: know? Okay, yeah. No, it's just this navigation on this app. The way you, it's you know. terrible.
0: It is fucking terrible.
1: Yeah, and I can't even switch off the panel by panel shit. How do you do this? Fuck you can. it. I, you I, I, can. I can't. That's the thing. Uh-uh. Yeah, you can't. Okay. I'm just gonna go off the top. Basically, this is Conan. He's it's King Conan. He left the kingdom and uh, basically banished his son because he thinks his son is spoiled and needs to, you know, go have experiences and not be a spoiled prince. Um, because he's the son of Conan and he shouldn't be. He should be a badass like his dad. Basically, but he so Conan ended up on this island. At every night, zombies come out of the water you know, of the dead sailors that have wrecked on this island, and they try to kill everybody. Conan is the only one who survived the night. At, at dawn, the zombies go back into the sea, and he's th- the only one left, the only man who's ever survived the night, and he finds a cave with this hot native princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the image. Yeah, and she's her name is Princess I think it's Motoku or Motoka, which, for those who don't know, because Disney, you know, ran with this fairy tale, is the real name of Pocahontas. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how to feel about this, but basically this chick has been on this island um, hiding this pot of gold and her story was basically the Pocahontas story. Some conquistadors came to her land. She fell in love with the dude. You know, he came back with all his armada and they decided to kill her tribe and take the gold, but she escaped with the gold. Meanwhile, her dad, the chief, has some shaman, mystical, totem animal powers and all this mystical, stereotypical native shit. And she escaped and found this island and she's been waiting on this island for someone to save her. And it's basically the Pocahontas fairy tale kinda. <laughs>
0: um with Conan. With... with
1: Conan in it. Um she wants Conan to save her or she built a a, a a boat out of fingernails from the dead. But then I don't know. I think she's maybe trying to I don't know, double cross them. But then it cuts back to the shit with their son. You know, back to Conan's son, a flashback to when he made his, his son. Like, banished from the land, and his son's like, Fuck you, dad, and pulls out his sword, and uh, he's challenging his dad to a duel, and that's where it ends. Um, I don't know, I don't know how to feel about that whole native princess thing, you know, because she's totally sexualized, basically embodies all the negative stereotypes. So, I don't know, now, this is still
0: Jason, Era, right? <laughs> and
1: this is still Jason, the guy, yes, the guy who oh, gave, yes. on, the guy who gave Echo the Phoenix Force, and then he. Does like, he takes like 10 steps backwards with this shit. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I was
0: like, like, please let it be anybody but Jason Aaron, but okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. like you find yeah. out
0: a serial killer's black. You're like, no. <laughs> oh
1: shit. Two out of five. <laughs> 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 all
0: right, so all right. So next book we're gonna do is let's go ahead and knock this out. Let's do X-Men. See, this is what I, I was excited for this one, Eli. It was a good book. I was excited for it. But then, comic size, you pull this bullshit. It's like, ugh. Now I got to suffer through this. All right. So, anyway, they fight MODOK. That's the thing. So, that's the reason why I got this book. I'm like, okay. Yeah, MODOK is always a good time. You know. Where are you, MODOK? Oh, there you go, you big fucker. Big head. All right. So, based on how the book starts off, MODOK does some MODOK shit. Uh, he is trying to stimulate the... Abu Dula Gala. What is that shit? They said in Happy game uh, War? or do, Waterboy. Uh,
1: yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, that shit. Okay, the flight of flight responds. So he go, he sends Ames, and they go to a a, a pleasure cruise, and they just spray everybody and just go crazy. Someone go crazy. Someone start fighting people. Blah blah. Same old, same old. Just start fighting people. Send in the X Men. Okay, so the X Men show up, and Modoc kicks. A- up <laughs> a chick. It says for science. It was it was funny, but you can't see it because it's so small. But it was I don't know why he did that shit. Uh, but yeah, okay. So the X Men show up, and you know, Polaris uses her Magneto power. Her daughter Magneto power is like, oh, they're cloaking their ship, but I can see them because I am the daughter of Magneto. You know, she because she she's bragging or stuff like that. So, um, let's see. Go past. I got lost. All right. So basically, X Men go to the ship. Sink uses his Powers to steal Gene's great powers and telekinetically lifts everybody down there. Cyclops turns into Captain so Nobody knows that he's dead. You know, while they get there, they, you know, Wolverine, Laura, you know, she doesn't, she just punches people. She didn't kill anybody, you know. But while they're doing it, uh, Laura and Sink have a heart to heart. You remember, they spent 500 years, you know, in the vault, you know. And while they're talking, Laura's just like, okay, tell me one thing, Sink, that happened in the vault. Okay, anything you want to ask? Anything you want to ask? Okay, how long did it take me to warm up to you? He was like, "Sink,
1: sink." Yep. Was there a DC character named Sink?
0: Not that I know of. Who did you of.
1: read that Nightwing?
0: Mm-mm. I ain't read oh. anything Nightwing. Oh, you think? But Sink's been around since the '90s, though, in, in Marvel at least.
1: Maybe it was something else. No, so was it, it, it might. Risk? I don't know. Somebody died. I'll get to that. I I, I forget their name. Ink
0: i don't know <laughs>
1: sink.
0: Right. so uh, okay so uh yeah so sink and laura basically uh sink is just like uh a couple years a couple hundred years you know uh it took us 217 years for our first kiss and then laura just smiles and she's like huh so i like a man that's persistent you know that's all he says so she sees it, she's kind of like warming up to him but while they're having this heart to heart the aim but uh you know goons are still shooting at him and Singh like pissed like man don't you see we having a conversation you know and he does his jean gray shit to knock him back stuff like that and and then laura just like look we'll finish the conversation after we fuck these guys up you know um and Singh just sad you know like i love her you know uh and then he has this little flashback he's like yeah they invited me to the team but i only wanted wolverine wolverine is my true love and that's why i was like and it took me a while oh he's talking about the other wolverine okay yeah (laughs) Yeah, so uh,
1: it but hasn't I mean, it been established that Wolverine does go that way because of that the the bedroom scene? Well, I guess he's only gay for Cyclops,
0: so I don't think he's just like willy nilly anybody. You know, he's got a bad for one guy, but I guess that's only counts.
1: one dick that I'll ever saw.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so so so, Singh does some some uh, mind control Jedi mind trick shit on on uh, on Modok, and then they find out well Modok like lives at what he, what he thinks about in his head you know and then they go to his house and they see like his kids and his wife and get past all this shit. yeah they see his kids and his wife and he's just in the backyard grilling they're like what the hell are you doing like yeah this the this shit i do when i'm not being a super villain but then they look at the grill and it's the heads of the x-men if <laughs> you like wolverine Cyclops, he's like grilling them, t- tossing the sink's head up and shit like that and basically they're like okay Mona, we gotta stop you We're gonna trap you in in your own mind and yeah, that's it. Does some other shit happen in this story? Uh, I don't think so. Somebody gets married. Oh yeah, Singh tries to quit because he just like I love Wolverine too much. I can't be in this group because my Laura died, and I can't put that pressure on her. Cyclops so like, nope, can't leave. And some other shit happened, but yeah, that's the thing about the X Men. But when when Jerry Dugan Dugan, whatever his name is, he doesn't know how to end these stories. Like, they always have action at the end, and then when they end, it's always some bullshit towards the end that I never remember because it's like, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, up until that, the story's pretty good. Who do we got here? Uh, Chris Wilson. Good, good afternoon. afternoon. The
1: fuck? Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> must be on the other side. It must be on the other side. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Shout out to you. Yeah. Well, welcome. The pond. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not afternoon over here. I don't know what you're thinking, but yeah. This is live. <laughs> but yeah. Alright, so yeah, what you got?
1: Um, I have Nightwing 89. This is that crossover with the Son of kal Oh, I
0: um, started to get it, but I know you're going to read it. So. And yeah. I was hoping that comicsology would work. You know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this basically has a teaming up. We got Nightwing and, and uh, John. Dick and John teaming up, solving uh, the murders. So what are they called? The the uh, gamora squad or whatever
0: yeah yeah um, those guys yeah
1: those lex corps gamora squad those metas that lex corps is controlling they're going around killing heroes superpower beings and oh they're um, doing it
0: okay yeah oh yeah yeah because they said they were going to do that in the last one yeah they were, okay yeah. yeah
1: um and one of them was named risk that's his name risk
0: okay.
1: um he gets killed and so they, so John and Dick kind of team up, and Dick's kind of giving them pointers. On hey, he's from Down Under. Good
0: How day. Are you doing? That's cool. why you say it afternoon. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is it, He's probably in the future, so it's like, like Wednesday over there or something already. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, uh, Dick is like sort of training John, you know, detective skills. You know, what do you see? Would you see footprints? No that means they were in the air and, you know, kind of giving them pointers on how to investigate. Um, we also get some flashbacks of when, um, John was a kid and he went missing and Batman and Nightwing teamed up to go find him while Superman was off planet and it shows them bonding and shit. And, um, you know, uh, there's a nice little touching moment. And, uh, He's a talking about watching that. Yeah, cool.
0: Hey, that's uh, how, that we do it sometime.
1: <laughs> sweet. Um. So yeah, there's uh, there, uh, Bruce Wayne and and Clark. They're they're having like a a one to one conversation on parenting. You know, when do you ever stop worrying about your parents? We we never do. You know. So it's kind of a little touching moment between yeah, the two. And did you say
0: Alfred still worries about him and all stuff like that? Yeah,
1: Alfred still checks on me while I'm sleeping, make sure I'm still breathing, which is something yes, yeah, parents do. <laughs> okay. Um, then we yeah we get to you know Jonathan still like kind of uh in turmoil over what happened with that sea monster that tried that flooded the metropolis and some people died and he couldn't save them and he's in the fortress of solitude talking to the his dad hologram um but he's like you know what this this is fine and dandy but i i would rather like hang out with somebody real you know so then he goes and sees his boyfriend who's still doing um what are they called the truth or whatever that show yeah
0: that, that truth podcast yeah
1: yeah and it turns out that it's funded by uh dick 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 is using that money that he inherited from alfred and he's funding this podcast
0: um, oh wow so, so it's been like out. it the whole time wow, yeah
1: okay. so we find that out and then that we see them go on this uh, you know investigation turns out a bunch of superheroes are dying all over the planet you know so it's not just this guy so they start following this energy trail you know from the murder scene and it leads them right to the Lex Core. and that's where we stop so next is the metaman murders
0: and, uh, and that's going to be in Seneca Leo, right?
1: That's in Seneca So I'll, this
0: is, I'll pick that up.
1: This is cool. Another good book, Nightwing book, four or five. Tom T- Taylor. Tom Taylor playing.
0: don't miss. I mean, yeah. people pissed at him, but he doesn't miss.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a good story.
0: Oh, matter of fact, Eli, Dark Ages came out this week.
1: I haven't been reading that. Is that the one where the lights go out? I yeah, read like, the, I read like one or two issues.
0: Yeah, like the the see, Dr. Doom's trying to take over Europe or some shit, whatever like that. Apocalypse
1: vampires and shit. I remember those vampire,
0: ones. yeah. Blade, yeah, some shit <laughs> like that. But yeah, that can't but I couldn't find it because it fuck ass
1: <laughs> it's buried under the big heap of shit. They don't want <laughs> right. to organize new books. No, or we don't want the books you want. Let's just
0: have these books up here. You know, nobody gives a yeah. fuck. Let's let's put Marry Me number five up here because you really <laughs> want to read that, you know.
1: Yeah, here's the new books, not not organized uh, by the by the companies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's put the least interesting yeah. first up here, you know. <laughs> oh shit! All right, what do we got here? Okay, so let's do this. My last book I got Justice League number seventy something. Who gives a fuck? Uh, the reason I'm reading this is because, of course, Eli, you know they got this big thing coming up. Seventy two, Justice League seventy two. The big thing, I think, in just League 73 or 4 or 5 or 6, something like that, it's the death of Justice League. They're killing the Justice the, League.
1: The crisis of
0: the crises. The crisis, crises. <laughs> the crisis. Yeah. So they're killing them off. Brand new uh Justice League coming. Like I said, we're probably going to have John on there. Probably going to have Dick on there. Probably going to have uh some new great Naomi probably going to be on there. She's probably going to leave the team or some shit like that, you know. So I think that's where we're going with it. I don't know, but I feel like that's where we're going with it. But this is the story building up to that story. So, uh, uh, and let's see what we got going. So the book starts off with, uh, now I'm going to go shrink, I shouldn't shrink this shit. But anyway, yeah, fuck it, I'm not going to shrink it. Uh, Basically the book starts off with, you know, Zantana having a nightmare and she sees herself, she sees herself killing the Justice League. And she's just like, and, you know, Wonder Woman's like, you betrayed us. You shouldn't have did that, you know. And she's like, "What well, the hell. So she finally wakes up, and she's in the, you know, in the just, just League Dark, you know, room. They're having a meeting like that, and they're just looking like, Satan, do you know where you are? Like, say it. Say where you are. So apparently the Justice League Dark lives in the basement of the Hall that of Justice.
1: Detective Chimp?
0: Yes. <laughs> He's a member of the Justice League Dark. He's, he's been a member. Yeah. And my boy demons on here.
1: Yeah, Etrican,
0: yeah. Etrican, I can't see, I can't read it, but he's rhyming. He's spitting bars right now, but I can't read it. It's <laughs> a <laughs> Tana. It's going to be all right. Let's go see the just league tonight or whatever, you know, some shit like that. All right. so anyway, meanwhile, <laughs> at the hall of justice, you know, so they're just partying, you know, they having like a, a good time with, with kids, you know, so they're not fighting to be like that. They're just uh, fighting with the kids, you know, uh, doing playground with the kids outside of Hall of Justice. And Naomi's just like, well, why don't we do more of this? Why are we always fighting people all the time? And Hall Girl tells her. Hey, "What a party at? <laughs> right. <laughs> but Hall, Hall Girl says some deep shit. She like, we do the fighting so they don't have to. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. So, and you got Plastic Man doing Plastic Man shit and like that, and Black Adam looking at everybody having fun, like, like fuck this, I'm out of here, you know. Uh, so, he flies off, goes back to Condock, and he goes back to Condoc. uh It's a, somebody's waiting for him. Xanadeth? Zen- so, this is the big bad of this story or arc, whatever's coming up. Xanadeth is the story. So, and that's not what she really looks like. This is like a hoax body. So, she's here like, uh, I want your body. Like, I want, you know, to be, I want you to be the... <laughs> The host of me, you know, is that Shadé
1: song or something, or or is that probably so? George I
0: think I, I mean, it might be a J Lo "Marry Me" song of the soundtrack. You know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she just like, look, I was just gonna just take over your body, but since you're like fucking evil and you're a super villain, you love chaos. I figured you would like be happy to just inhabit it me, you know, and be even more powerful. You want you're like, no, that ain't happening. She's like, oh, I was afraid you were gonna say that, saying oh, we got Just League. Oh, they just like, where, where Black Adam at? Black Adam left, he went to Condé, like, whatever. And then is flipping out. She's like, no, we need to find Black Adam. Because apparently that dream that she had at the beginning of the book involved Black Adam. Black Adam is going to do some real fucked up shit and kill all of us. We need to find him right now. You know, are you sure? You're like, yes, my magic's going to find me. So we need to go do that. So they go do some magic shit. They go find, they see Black Adam and, yeah. So he's just like, Turn into your real form. I want to see your real form. And that's the real form of Xena Death, or or if that's the name of the person. So, and she, she just likes beats the shit out of Black Adam, you know. Uh, Then the Justice League finally show up. They, what happens here? I don't know what happens here. Oh yeah, they go find Man of Zandu. They go do some bullshit. So it's like a, a Justice League, Just League Dark crossover kind of thing. But I never care what the Justice League Dark is doing, except for when Demon is rhyming. They're probably having uh, a
1: seance or some shit. <laughs> yeah, like, whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, whatever you do.
0: But, but the big thing is, at the end of it, so Lady Xanadu, Madam Xanadu, whatever her name is, and Zatanna, they meet Lady Xanadirth, or whatever her name is, and they're fighting her, and they were like, none of our magic is working. And she's like, oh, damn, because I wanted to show you my trick. So then Lady Xanadirth goes, Shazam! And turns into Black Adam. Oh, shit. Yeah. The end. So... Yeah, so it looks like Black Adam is going to kill the Justice League. All right. Or at least that's what that's what it looks like It's headed too. So, yeah. Uh, still written by Brian Michael Bendis. I was about to say,
1: is Bendis still writing this? Okay.
0: Bendis still biting But when he kills the Justice League, that's going to be his last issue. Then Joshua Williamson jumps on. And then it's when we get the crisis, the crisis, the crisis story coming up. So, yeah. Okay. So, uh, you got any a books? I'm booked out. I would book that too. I didn't, Eli, even that was, bother,
1: that, I didn't bother reading the Hulk. That, the that was that was
0: or... that was rough, Eli. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie, that was rough, man. <laughs> Look, comicsology. I know you don't listen to this podcast, but please do something with your <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Do something with your shit, man. I know you swimming in money like J- Scrooge McDuck, but damn, just fix this shit. So yes, yeah, so we can get we can get back on track. Um, He's like probably I said, if I... on
1: his private island at his eyes wide shut sex party right now.
0: yeah i I know (laughs) some orgy island or some shit you know yeah but uh but yeah follows next week we're gonna have more stuff hopefully they will fix whatever is wrong with the stuff right now but we're gonna have some more stuff coming out i am going to see uncharted eli just like you went this whole long riff about texas chainsaw massacre i'm gonna do the same thing with uncharted next week now i do want to let you know i'm I'm going i'm going balls deep, deep and you deep and you want to follow what i'm going to say because i know i'm going to be late on the uncharted review but think about every uncharted review out right now it's either going to be two type of reviews it's going to be one with people that have never touched a video game and don't know what the fuck they're referencing or the other ones just clinging about on a scale of one to ten how woke is it you know i'm not going to do that (laughs) shit i'm going to break it down give you the meat of it and this is i mean i'm going to have a conflict of interest with this movie because it's a one of my most anticipated movies seen this year and i already know it's going to be a stealing pile of dog shit and all the all so, the people
1: all the people that liked it that don't play the video games are like well, psh, well that's what you get for liking the video game
0: <laughs> <laughs> right like we can't be yes we are yeah uh, we yes we are going to see it janae yeah so i'm gonna uh, complain about it you hated
1: day-day. it oh that's what you get for wanting to see something cool
0: like <laughs> <laughs> not worry i will talk the whole way through and tell you everything okay this happened to three this happened in that one and happened in that one that's such and such you know but so yeah so i'm gonna be pissed but i'm gonna be engaged you know so and that's what it's all about as long as you engaged, you know so yeah eli anything else you gotta add or uh, you good uh,
1: i'm good man i yeah. wore this fucking shirt for nothing <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and shout out to chris wilson i mean yeah. he is in the future in australia chris We're going real quick. global
1: we got bullies are going global now
0: yeah chris do us a favor since you're in the future man type in some some lottery numbers of the quick, right you know so we can you know take it to the grocery store or some shit you know i can run to louisiana it's legal there it's not legal in mississippi but you. Yeah. uh that being said this is leroy this is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. You all on my line, blowing me up all of the time. Yeah, I know you're dying to creep. You tell me anything I want, just to hit the sweet. I got rooms, got doors, got gift of the cab with a boo. Talking under the light, showing you right. Got you in the back of the leg, hitting spot. Ooh, Big ball and G, knock, drop, bring out all the freeze. But you all I need. Anywhere you wanna go, just sit back and enjoy the show. If I hit you, gotta know You never, ever, ever, ever let go To. Play at the low low, the married so-so's Could never have nothing on you Ice with the lemonade How we chill when we chop and bleed
1: Diamonds with the golden chains, chains swing the game. Our came turned out blind High enough like who needs to play High enough like we got some wings. Coming down, we put them to shame. Ace of blowin', we super cool I'm the one put funk in the groove You're the one that got sent me to Now maybe tell me what we gon' do